Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, Episode 8. It's time to reverse the imbalances in your life as you take the first step on your own journey towards personal change. Welcome to Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, educating, empowering, and inspiring individuals to live healthier. Now here are your hosts and your guides to natural living, Jamal and Kim. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe podcast. In this episode, we will be recapping episode seven, which featured Sharon Green. And in that episode, we discussed so many powerful things, so many takeaways. And uh, what we like to do is after our interviews of the week, Jamal and I like to hop on and discuss um, some key takeaways um, that we um you know, pulled out from the interview that stuck out to us and just discuss some other things um, as well. So uh, I'm Kim and I'm here with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. um, Peace and blessings. (laughs) And, uh, you know, the entry with Sharon, I really enjoyed it. You know, it was it was powerful. It was also a lot of things that, you know, made me laugh in it, which, you know, if you listen to a bunch of our podcasts, you know, it's laughing is one thing I love to do. But um. You know, just to start off, when I re-listen, because we do re-listen to our episodes because we share them with our community, but they are, we're also we, um, you know, get so much value from it. But when I re-listen to Sharon's interview, one of the things that really stuck out to me in the beginning was just her story of kind of just being sick and tired of being sick and tired and taking responsibility for her health. And the root of the word responsibility is to respond. And she responded because she was, you know, overweight, suffering some with some imbalances. And she took the natural approach, which meant that she was she took responsibility for the things she consumed, her livelihood. She was in a stressful job. She was going through some stressful things in life. And that's normally when you start to eat uh, poorly and you start to make poor choices. But she chose to take responsibility for her health and she turned her health around, shedding 81 pounds. And it inspired her to help others. Yeah, indeed. You know what? That show, um, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun mm-hmm. to do. Uh, really enjoyed doing that show with uh, with Sharon. And just before I dive into my, my takeaways, we mentioned this on the show. Um, Sharon had approached us, had to be, it had to be, I would say, maybe eight years ago. At yeah, least it, it was like when we just opened our center. So. Pretty much, yeah. It was when we just opened our, our center, and she was doing um, a health show at the time, and uh, she invited us on as, mm-hmm. as a guest to uh, talk about colon hydrotherapy and uh, the digestive system. And I just remember, like, it, it was cool to do, but I don't know about you, um, Kim, but I was super nervous for, yeah. for that. Like I was. I think we were at the center <laughs> and we were both on the phone, and you was in the office, and then I was in the waiting room talking. Yeah, I had butterflies. Yeah, I was it. super nervous. It was like we were talking in front of like a thousand people. Yeah, I, I overcompensated <laughs> and was just like super relaxed, like I had uh, smoked some marijuana or something. <laughs> like it was, it was crazy, and it's just like you know, full turn, and just you know, you reflect on how you know, how you grow. 
So, you know, that was that was cool. That was real cool to have her back on and just full turn where we're having our show now and got to interview her. Right. So that was that was really cool. Um, one of the things that really stood out to me was just the um, the consistency, you know, how she spoke about just consistency and how she was consistent and how she stays consistent and has transformed her life and continues to transform her life. And now she's able to to transform other people's lives and people don't really understand the power of consistency mm-hmm. that like the truth, the true power, the true power and the true magic is in being consistent. And that's one thing that a lot of people fail to do. And that's really one of the main reasons why we started this podcast in the first place was to try to keep people consistent, try to um, consistently inspire people to want to be better, to want to stay on the right um, path and to want to be um, will get influenced by by this energy, you know, because that is the, the, the key to true success is just being consistent and and uh, not giving up because, you know, we've mentioned it in. I think uh, episode zero, our intro, and we were just talking about the patterns that we would see with people. You know, they would do so well and then uh, they would disappear for a little while and then they would come back and it's like they're starting over again. Right. You know, or they get to 70 percent and they're comfortable, comfortable with still being, you know, 30 percent sick and they they fall off you know right so that consistency is important and you know Kim you and I was having a conversation earlier about um Manko Fit that is um someone that I follow on um uh Facebook and on um Instagram check her out Manko Fit uh phenomenal um trainer and uh we want to get her on the show uh, one of these days. Hopefully we can get her on soon. But um, if you look at Manko Fit, I mean, she literally looks like uh, an African goddess, like a a, um, a a female superhero. <laughs> just just her, her physique. She has the perfect body. And um, you see her doing all of these different exercises and just these phenomenal moves and just these complex things. I mean, you know, I'm an athletic person. I take um, you know, my health and uh, my living uh, very seriously. And it, a lot of the things that she does, I can't even do. And, um, you know, it's easy It's easy to look at someone and look at where they're at and just um, neglect what it took for them to, to get there. You know, for her to get to her level of, of fitness, we're talking like years upon years upon years of being consistent because you you're always having a breakthrough when you get to a certain level of your consciousness, a certain level of your skill set, a certain level of your health. There is another there is a, always another level for you to break through and crack through. Right. If you if you talk to someone in their 60s and their 70s that has been living this path, living this lifestyle, you know, they'll, they will tell you that they're still having breakthroughs with their consciousness and their health. So it's always it's always a journey and you're always adding on to it. So when you're not consistent and you keep backsliding, it's like you're standing still. You're staying in the same position and you're not fully taking advantage of 
your infinite potential uh, that you have. And people aren't tapping into that. You know, it's time to, to break through and to stop repeating the cycles. We have to continue to move forward and have more breakthroughs. And the only difference with um, a lot of the um, the masters and a lot of the uh, professionals um, and, and people that we have on our show, the only difference between them and a lot of people out there is just the fact that, one, they were consistent and committed and they just stayed on the path. They were consistent with staying on the path. And um, that's that's huge for me. That That's a huge takeaway. And I just think that um, consistency, you staying consistent is really that that's really the medicine. That's the medicine, not giving up no matter what happens, no matter when you feel like it's not working, when you feel like it's not going as fast as it should. You know, we we're in this quick fix society. So, you know, when you don't see results in one month, when you don't see results in four months, when you might not see results in a year, you know, staying consistent because there's always results. Something is always happening. It just might not be in your consciousness yet. It could be some other shifts and things that are going on in your body. You're busy focusing on the weight. But meanwhile, your memory is getting better. You're focused on, you know, uh, your your muscle tone. Meanwhile, you have more energy and you're sleeping better. So there's always shifts and things like that going on in your body. And you just have to stay consistent, stay consistent on the path until you get the results that you want and beyond those particular results. Yeah, consistency is the key. And, um, you know, currently I'm reading a book called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And, uh, you know, I'm going to uh, put that uh, a link to that book in the show notes. It's a very powerful, powerful, powerful book that I recommend. But in that book, um, it talks about the small little incremental steps that you you do every day. It's easy to do them and it's easy not to do them. But the key to success is every little action and step and choice that you make matters. And over time, if you consistently do the things that you're supposed to do, you're going to see your the results you want. But if you consistently do the things that you shouldn't do, you're going to head in the wrong direction. So in the, in the case of weight, um, weight, you don't put on extra pounds overnight. It's over a pattern of time continuously doing habits that are going to put the weight on. You might eat that donut today and you're like, okay, that was good. But you don't, you know, you don't gain a pound after you eat a donut. But if you consistently eat something that's high in calories, high in sugar each and every day for a year, at the end of that year, you're going to see the extra weight. And that's what Jamal was saying with the key to consistency, consistently each and every day depositing positive actions into the bank that's going to help you to improve your health or reach your health goals. If you consistently put things that positively affect your health, you're going to see your health results. So you definitely want to have the end goal in mind, but you want to focus on consistently applying those small actionable steps to reach your results. So consistently definitely um, is is very important. One of the other things that Sharon mentioned was, or that we also mentioned in the show was that when you achieve a certain level of health success, 
you know, sometimes people say, okay, I'm going to, you know, detox and eat this plant-based diet or avoid refined sugars when I do this detox and cleanse. But then after the cleanse, I'm going to go back and eat, you know, X, Y, and Z. And we discussed that, you know, that can't happen. You know what I mean? Like, you know, refined sugar is a drug. You know, I don't know many people that can eat refined sugar and be able to control themselves <laughs> because yeah. you you just can't. And I think you have to be honest with yourself because me personally, that was my drug of choice back in the day. Um, I still love sweets, but I have to use natural sweeteners. And even then I have to be mindful of what I'm consuming because that is something that I love to eat. So you have to, once you get to a certain level of success and you you achieve that, you have to say, okay, there has to be another level. You have to keep growing because if you go back, you just, you know, you can't go back because if you go back, sometimes it's worse than when you started. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, I think that it's very important when you make the decision that you're going to change your health for the better, no matter what that is, if you're going for more energy, if you're going for clearer skin, if you're going for weight loss, whatever the case is, when you make the decision that it's time to take your health to the next level, you it's very important that you mentally prepare yourself for a lifestyle change. You have to prepare yourself and just understand that there's just certain things that you won't be able to eat anymore. There's just certain things that you won't be able to do anymore because those things, that way of eating and those things that you were doing got you in, in the trouble in the first place. So you have to start thinking lifestyle shift. And when you make that shift, you continue to shift and there is no no looking back. You know, I remember when men... Uh, Kim first got started on, uh, you know, our journey, um, the, the, you know, the junk food, the health junk food and the, uh, the healthy food that, you know, we were eating then we don't, we don't eat now because mm-hmm. we can, we consistently continue to, uh, to grow like our cheat foods now are not the same cheat foods, even though it's healthy, you know, quote unquote cheat foods, it's not the same thing that, that we were doing um, a couple years ago. So I think it's important to get your, your mindset um, correct and just understand that when you make this shift, you're changing your lifestyle. It's not you're, you're not getting yourself to a certain point to go back. There is no going back. Right. And, and if you could do that, if you could make that shift and just understand that this is constant progression, I think that it makes it easier. It makes right. it easier for, for you because we get so many clients that, you know, they keep asking, well, you know, you know, when is this over? When can we return back to, you know, the way things were or how much longer do I have to stay on this program? And right. it's just like, it is like, what do you mean? You know, this is this is it. You're just going to keep moving forward. We're going to make some adjustments, but you you can't go back to having sugar. You know, you can't go back to having having sweets anymore we we're not going to go back to processed foods you know you you're just eating a clean diet and you're using your food as your medicine so um great point great point on that um w- one other thing that i i just want to um touch on really quick um because it it, it comes up and i know it's going to come up in in future episodes and 
that is this whole, you know, just self-image thing. It mm-hmm. just it just keeps coming up in many different ways. If you go back to um, uh, episode five that we did with uh, Queen Neat, she spoke about self-image, and we had a good conversation about just self-image um, in in our society and um, how how that affects people mentally. And, um, you know, Sharon was just sharing uh, with her clients, and we get it with ours as well, how, you know, we're so fixed on body parts Mm -hmm. that, you know, we're willing to sacrifice our health just to have a certain image and not looking at the bigger picture about um, just your overall health, you know, your overall health. We get, you know people that come in that that want to keep certain body parts a certain way and they're skeptical about moving forward on their health journey because they're afraid of their body changing you know however that is you know it's just a whole self-image thing that we need to really dive into maybe that's something that um that i think that'll be a good show Mm -hmm. you know to just just on that topic alone just body image and we just spend some time on on that because this seems like it's it's a really big thing that's going on especially with women we get it with the guys but it's a little bit different with the guys it's like opposite ends of the the spectrum when it comes to men and women a lot of times as far as size and and their parents and things like that but I think that that would be a really good good topic yeah definitely Mm -hmm. um you know that was um one of the areas that I, you know, Sharon, she expressed it so well. I mean, it was some of the things she said it was funny, but it, in all seriousness, it is a serious topic that, um, you know, if a woman, um, you know, chooses an image over her health, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. But it's not so cut and dry. It's it's like Jamal said, it's about the mindset. It's the pressures of society. You know, you look at the entertainment industry and magazines, you know, even stress from family um, that for whatever reason, you're, supp- you're supposed to be a certain size, but we're all we're not the same. We're all different shapes, size, right. colors. We have certain attributes and things that, um, you know, everyone has some you know, amazing things about them, not just as a physical thing, but just as a being, Mm -hmm. but it's just about being healthy and being feeling good about yourself, not because of your butt or your chest. I mean, that's a part of who you are, but it's not who you are. So when you can walk in that power, you know, the world's going to open up to you because I couldn't even imagine, you know, feeling like my butt gives me validity that my butt you know, gives me value. It's like, it's there for a reason for me to sit down, <laughs> yeah. you know, but I mean, but you do want to love your curves as a woman. Is it? It's about the curves and you want to feel sexy and sensual. And I understand that, but not at the expense of your health and well being. because at the end of the day, when you want to feel good, you don't want to be sick. You don't want to have illness. You want to feel healthy and vibrant and, you know, that just comes from living um, optimally. So definitely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and one thing that I that I definitely want to say really quick, because especially in the the African-American community, you know, we have this thing about, you know, size and, you know, women being so-called thick. 
and things of that nature. And we get a lot of women that are self-conscious about being too skinny, um, too small. And a lot of times we look at them and they're, they're literally, you know, their size is perfect. Their right. size is optimum. Their size is where it needs to be. But they're self-conscious. People make make them feel like they're too small. And they come in, you know, we've got, we get women that come in and they want to put on weight. They want to gain weight when their size is already good. And the thing is, is like, if to just to put it in perspective, if you want to gain weight and you don't have plans to hit the weight room hard, Mm -hmm. basically you're saying that you want to get fat because you just want to put on fat because it's only weight. You know, you got your organs, those weigh a certain, you know, amount your blood volume and whatever air you have that that has a certain set weight. So if you're talking about making a shift in your size, you're either talking about putting on muscle or you're putting on fat. And most people, when they come in, they have no um, intent on hitting the gym hard. They just want to eat a certain way to get fat, you know, because of what society has put on you. And this is what I say, you know, from now on, when you know you're feeling a certain type of way because of what people are saying about you being too small, about you being too skinny, look at the people around you that are saying that. Exactly. And most of the time, you know, 99% of the time, they're the ones that are overweight, you know, and they're saying something about your size because they're, they're bigger. You know, it, it's very rare that someone's going to be at their natural weight and more slim and they're going to tell you that you're losing too much weight or you're you're too skinny. You know, we have to be mindful of who we're letting criticize us, who we're um, getting advice from, because a lot of times they're not even qualified to be able to give us health information, health advice, and, and, and to talk about, you know, what size is good for us and not good for us. It's just an opinion. That's all it is, is an opinion. So I just want you to be mindful of that when people try to tear to when they try to tear you down, Mm -hmm. when they try to tear you down, be mindful of that. Right. And on the flip side of it, just really briefly, a lot of especially the women um, feel that when you go into the gym and lift weights, somehow you're going to bulk up and be like this bodybuilder, which is so far from the truth, Mm -hmm. because the amount of effort it takes to put on a bodybuilder's muscle mass, like no one is anywhere close to doing the amount of work. Right. But when you are more leaner, you burn fat faster. Your clothes fit you better when you're leaner and you have more of a, um, you have muscle tone. So it's not about being diesel. It's just about being lean. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. And I want to, um, I want to have a show on that. I definitely want to get, um, a fitness expert, mm-hmm. a, a woman fitness expert in here and, and really talk about this thing. Um, you hit it right on the nose, you know, because um, a lot of women feel like, you know, they're going to look manly or bulky right. and it's, it's really like, impossible. Like unless steroids? Right. <laughs> most women that look like that, they're taking some type of performance enhancing hormone that kind of causes them to make certain masculine shifts. That's what that's what they're doing. But it doesn't matter how hard you go in the gym. You're not going to look like a man. You know, right. it's just not true. Because there's certain nutritional requirements along with lifting an excessive amount of weight for a long period of time. So it's a combination. So if you go in the gym and you, 
I mean, you would have to lift a, a, so much. What you have to work out for hours during the week. You have to consume so much protein in your diet to even start to build anything. So, you know, I just want to put that out to the clear because, we, you know, women, we could, you should at least be able to manage your own body weight. Yeah. Which is like functional training, but we would have to do another show on that. Yeah, but just um, so. but I'm glad you brought that up, though. That's, that's a really good point on the flip side of things. Right. Yeah. So um, that's about it, right? I don't think. Yeah. Uh, Those are the major takeaways. Um, it was a good show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, before we go, uh, we want to say thanks to everyone for tuning in. We're getting a lot of great feedback on our show. Um, make sure you go to iTunes, Stitcher, or um, if you have an Android device, um, you know, subscribe to our show. So when we release them, you get uh, notified right away. And if you're not on our mailing list, just go over to jkhealthtribe.com and join our uh, mailing list so you can be uh Become aware of anything that we're doing and you can get our free uh, report, Eight Effective Ways to Lose Weight and Keep It Off. So we are going to wrap this show up. So until next time, live healthier. Yeah, stay healthy. Stay consistent. All right. Stay focused. Yes. Peace and blessings. We hope you enjoyed your time with Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe. To keep you on your path towards a happy, healthier lifestyle, we encourage you to visit jkhealthtribe.com for a free copy of the 8 Effective Ways to Lose Weight and Keep It Off, as well as more content to help you find your health balance. Thanks again, and we look forward to educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier.